Absolutely not. Not a Cadbury cream egg kind of person. I'm just confused why Easter and eggs go together. That's always been my big question. I don't no. know. That's a great question, Anthony. Maybe we should put some thought into it. I'm going to go Googling after this segment. All right. I will <laughs> say, though, when it comes to Easter candy, my favorite are the egg-shaped Reese's, like the, the special ones, because it's more peanut butter than it is chocolate, and those are the way to go. And they're always fresh because they're making them more recently. Mm-hmm. So, but All right, Christian, thanks for that. We'll talk to you coming up in just a little bit. Right now, we're going to welcome on our next live guest. We've got Alan Adler, our Detroit Bureau Chief. We just talked to Alan yesterday about almost the same exact topic We've got another startup that is now seeing their health deteriorate. This one also not a shocker because Lordstown Motors has been holding on for dear life for a while now. Yes, it has. And by the way, you really have to try the big cup, the uh, Reese big cup. <laughs> yes, those Seriously are delicious. Good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to get that out there since we were talking about this stuff. Yeah. Lordstown is, is absolutely the subject of a novel for somebody. I'm not sure who, but uh, we've been following this now for Probably, well, probably early 2019 anyway. And uh, where they are today uh, is that they finally got to a production state with the endurance electric pickup truck. The reason we even care about it is because it's focused on commercial uh, commercial uh, customers. Um, but Lordstown, which actually, you know, more or less spun out of Workhorse Motors, it, it didn't officially, but there's a, a lot of ties there. Um, has found that, you know, this truck just isn't getting it done. Um, they had to recall the first 19 they made because they stopped running uh, after a snowstorm. Um, not good for durability. They have a second recall coming uh, over some brake issues. So this has really not gotten off to a great start. Now, the people who run Wardstown today are veteran automotive people. Um, Ed Hightower is a former GM executive who you know, ran the whole uh, uh, Lansing, Michigan operation um, for, for for SUVs. Uh, and so he's got his chops. He's got a lot of people working for him who, who know what they're doing. And one of the things that you can say about every vehicle launch, whether it's a truck or a car, is that they can have problems in the beginning. But for, for Lordstown, which, you know, is quickly losing its identity uh, to Foxconn, you know, Foxconn, the Taiwanese maker of the electronics for uh, Apple iPhones, um, you know, basically purchased the plant, has renamed the plant, and is on its way, if the uh, U.S. government agrees, uh, to having controlling interest in, in Lordstown. They already are the contract manufacturer for the uh, for the pickup truck. Uh, they've got some future products planned. But the whole thing just feels squishy right now because they haven't shown that they can build. There's not a great demand out there for the for the endurance pickup. In fact, uh, Ed Hightower said yesterday that if they can't find another OEM that wants to sort of share the cost with them and, and take you know some of the trucks, that they will probably suspend its production. And this after you know uh, Vice President Pence was present for the un- unveiling of the truck. Lordstown itself has been caught up in politics. We don't have time to get into going back to the to the 2020 election and and so forth. But uh, you know it, there's just so much there that needs covered. But the problem with Lordstown is it just isn't getting it done. And so, Alan, when you think about potential partners, do any companies kind of come to mind or any that would make sense when they're kind of looking for that next step? Well, it would have to be a smaller company that doesn't, you know, uh, have an electric presence. That's what that's what Lordstown is looking for. And, you know, the, the list of those people 
that don't have partners is pretty short. I mean, if you think about Azusu, if you think about Hino, a couple of Japanese makes, uh, they already are aligned on the powertrain side with, uh, with Cummins, uh, you know, for, for, uh, uh, at least for their medium-duty diesels. Now, could they be interested in electric? It's hard to say. The real issues here, though, even go down to the type of um, the braking, you know, the the uh, with the electrification where they've got the, the motors at the wheels. This is not something that is that is done very often, and it's it's questionable. I mean, you've got another company out there called Reautomotive that's doing it, but they're putting all of the mechanics down at the wheel level uh, rather than having, you know, kind of a straight uh, uh, you know, skateboard chassis of, of batteries and so forth. So it's um, it's really interesting. It'll be interesting to see where this ends up. I mean, you know, Foxconn has got uh, some contracts, I think, to do the next Fisker uh, automobile. They may do that at Lordstown. I don't know. I mean, they bought that whole 6.2 million square foot complex and they need to fill it with something. So I, I guess my sense is that Lordstown has sort of been on the ropes and still is on the ropes. I mean, it's it's still spending huge money and legal fees as, as it, uh, you know, deals with the SEC and the Justice Department over unresolved investigations there. Um, the original, the founder, Steve Burns, is uh, supposedly is involved in another company now. But, you know, he was asked along with their CFO a couple of years ago um, over some, you know, kind of making up uh, orders and things like that. So they've just had a ton of issues um, that have beset them. And and I, I just don't, I don't know if I see a way forward for them. And especially because Foxconn has not really ever built a vehicle. I mean, they're they're planning to, and they, they have some ideas that sound good, but they don't have the track record. So it'll be interesting to see just where all this uh, lands. Alan, do you think that we see any established OEMs out there maybe absorb some of this technology and wrap it into their own EV development, especially if you're talking about a pickup truck, but more for a commercial deployment? No, I don't. And the reason is because they know better what they're doing. They, uh, you know, like Ford put out the F-150 Lightning, which would be a direct competitor to the Lordstown product. And uh, yeah, they've had a few setbacks here and there, but by and large, they they managed to launch a, a pickup truck that people want. The commercial value, the, the you know, the hauling and things like that, I, it's just, it's unproved, Kaylee. And I think that's really where uh, people are, are having a, a pause or maybe just looking elsewhere because, you know, it's one thing to say you're making a commercial pickup. It's another to prove that you've done it. And they, they've done some testing and, you know, some of that's worked out okay, some hasn't. Um, but I think there's just a question of, you know, can you get some of these on the road? I mean, right now, Wardstown is only looking at building 500 trucks. What happens after that? We don't know. Um, but they are fighting against the uh, legacy automakers. I mentioned Ford. General Motors has a uh, full-size electric pickup truck coming, um, you know, and then of course you've got some of the the other, you know, the newer players like Tesla and and uh, Rivian are already out. So I guess the, the question really becomes, is the room for these guys? Is their technology something people want? Or is it just going to be kind of an outlier and, and remain there? You mentioned that legacy. And of course, one of those things you have to fight with is not only the legacy of the OEM, but also the legacy of your customer loyalty, right? Like if you're a Ford person, you're a Ford person. If you're a GM person, you're a GM person. And maybe a name like Tesla with an outspoken leader like an Elon Musk comes by comes by and piques your interest. But they have to fight really hard to get that brand loyalty away. It's hard to do if you're fighting internally with your financials and your founders, right? Is that one of the other things that they're dealing with? 
I think that's a great point, Kaylee, and the fact that, you know, pickup trucks have a loyalty factor beyond all things. Um, and you have to add, you know, Dodge and Ram into that group, too, because, you know, they've got their fans. And actually, uh, Ram over the last few years has gained a ton of market share, uh, you know, actually crept into the number two position uh, behind Ford for for a while. I'm not exactly sure where that stands today. But but I will tell you that, yeah, loyalty is huge. And I think, you know, there's this thing, and I, I say it from time to time, is is Lordstown answering a question that nobody asked? I think that's really one of the things you've got to you've got to ask. Is is you know are they are they offering something that people just aren't looking for? And uh, you know it's there's just been so much that's been so hard to unpack with these guys. Um, you know, going back to the Steve Burns days, and then you know I think like I said, Ed Hightower has a great reputation. I, I think as a as a veteran automotive guy, uh, you know Daniel Ninavashi, who was the former work. Uh, former CEO, you know, seated the position to, to Hightower because he does know his business. Um, the question is, you know, are they going to be able to make it? Now, they don't have this exact same issue with money that some of these others do. Um, they actually have put a little bit more money on the balance sheet recently because they've kind of wound down a lot of their own manufacturing operations. They, they gave all that uh, contract manufacturing and the employees over to, to Foxconn. And uh, so they don't have to account for that anymore. And so they've got a little more money, but they don't have anywhere near what they need to, to you know, launch in scale, launch at scale the endurance product or whatever might follow it. They're going to need more investment. And as we've talked about on this show and others, there's just not a lot of appetite out there to invest right now. Definitely going to be an intriguing story to watch. Alan, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, guys. And as always, you can catch Truck Tech Wednesday afternoons right here on FreightWaves TV and catch the Truck Tech newsletter wrap up on Friday mornings right here at 9.20 a.m. Right now, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back with more FreightWaves now in just a few minutes. 